0: Good evening, Anchor FM. Good evening, Spotify. Good evening, the whole entire world. I am your host, Dre Waz. Dre Waz, Conqueror, but Dre Waz. Now, there's a particular former basketball player that has been silent for 20 years. And now that he's opened his mouth, and I call it, he's doing the ether on these niggas. <laughs> He's doing the ether on these niggas. What is, what is his name? Uh, I haven't really seen him play. You know, I was young. You know what I'm saying? I was I was too busy, like, you know, playing outside and, you know, and um, looking at Shaq and Kobe and, uh, you know what I'm saying? But he been, he been around the league. What's the name? Um, Crimey, Crimey C- Brown. I'm just gonna say, excuse me, brother. I'm just gonna excuse me, bro. I'm just gonna call you Mister Brown. And I ain't talk about the media, Brown. I'm talk about this, Brown. I'm gonna let them let this dude speak. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna let him speak. I'm gonna share my thoughts on it. And I can explain what he's saying. I can explain the MD, I can explain what he is saying. So I'm gonna let him do the ether on these niggas and ether y'all niggas with the, with the knowledge. So stay tuned, and I'll be
1: back. Most people hear the name Dick Sporting Goods, they don't imagine leaders like us. Hey, hi, 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 hi. But not too long ago, so we started- words like driven, persistent, visionary, powerful, wouldn't have brought us to mind either. Together, we're updating the playbook. So it's up to us to design for you, fight for you, connect with you, reflect you, invest in you, step up our game for you, and be the change we wanna see in sports. It's our job to get more women to the top of their game.
2: Uh, I'll put the uh, title up, thank you to uh, Jalen Rose, because somebody sent me an interview of Stephen A. Smith and Jalen Rose in... uh, who else is on there? Skip Bayless. Hey, Skip Bayless, you little pale face bitch. You thought you were going to be safe, huh? <laughs> I think somebody sent me that. So your dawn of the dead-looking ass can get roasted. You pale face bitch. You can't snuff how the fuck do they put bitch ass niggas like you in place why are you talking sports you the most unathletic dracula face white hair you look like you should be a lobotomist or something it don't look like you should be talking no sports you a bitch ass you sit here and say it and that's the key Y'all go look at the interview with Jalen Rose. What I told y'all, pay attention. I don't gotta lie. These bitch ass niggas expose themselves. You got Jalen Rose, who's a legend, who's a bad motherfucker on the court. You got Stephen A. Bitch, and you got a dead-faced pale white horse. And both of them some bitches talking more than the guy who actually do this shit. You can't make this shit up. Shout out to my two homies, y'all know who y'all But you can't make this shit up. I mean, this bitch ass, punk ass, pale face, short ass bitch, Skip Bayless sat there and said, Jalen Rose said, dog, he can't be a bust. He cannot be a bust. After 10 years of doing this, he can't be a bust. And Stephen A went on his rant. Ow, oh, he can't shoot, he can't dribble, he can't move. Even though there's video, big loud mouth bitch, there's video to the contrary. <laughs> there's many a videos to the contrary, you stupid bitch. But I'm not going to get off subject. I want to get to the part where Skip Bayless answered the question. Jalen Rose said, how can y'all say this man is a, a bust when he's getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball? And that little dawn of the dead?" Bitch. Skip Bayless said Unfortunately they are I told y'all this is about money You name one motherfucker They've had this type of attack on That they take him on national TV 10 years Name me the number one draft pick 10 years later That they motherfucker said Unfortunately he's getting paid Cause Jalen Rose was trying to destroy their narrative. And if they didn't talk over him, he could have got to analytics. You stupid son. You stupid son of a gun. Fuck that. You stupid son of a bitch. How do you think my agent was getting me drafted and signed every well not drafted, but signed all the time, you dumb bitch. Cause when they looked at the analytics, I am not in control of how many minutes a dumb son of a bitch put me in a game. I'm not in control of that. And a lot of the times, I was in the game during garbage minutes. Anybody who knows about basketball, when they put your bitch ass in down 30 and you got five minutes to go, oh, nigga, it's a free-for-all. And I respect it. Any nigga that come off the bench, any nigga that go, anytime we touched the ball, we was shooting it, nigga, because that was our shine. Nigga, we got five minutes To shoot this shit so our mama can see us, nigga. Everybody was out there, was trying to sprinkle a little bit of their mama's cooking on the court. So I understood. We got five minutes. You set the number one draft pick out there for five minutes. Down 30. With a bunch of hungry niggas that's trying to sprinkle their mama cooking on the court so they can get paid. And then you got the nerve to say I'm a bust. But I want to know, you little punk bitch, Skip Bayless. Why you so mad I was getting paid? millions of dollars boy you sat here you motherfuckers is the peanut gallery for real how many times you golf with mj bitch see mike wilbon bitch light-skinned mulatto looking at bald head pencil head motherfucker milk dud looking bitch he was smart enough not to say nothing see i realized they put a bunch of losers A lot of you bitches in the media is fucking losers. Just like some of these motherfuckers that turn into cops in the military, a lot of you bitches was, I wish I shoulda, coulda, ass niggas. You motherfuckers are some woulda, coulda, shoulda, ass niggas. Look at Stephen A. He made sports. He woulda made it. He think in his head he shoulda made it. He coulda made it. But nah, he got his motherfucking coach fired. Hmm, you gonna get this mama's cookie. Why was they sending this son of a bitch to college campuses? Y'all watched the modern day. It was all about money. I'm not gonna use that word, but I know what it is. It was all about money. Those colleges were losing money. This is bigger than Kwame Brown. Y'all black sons, mama's cooking was just spraying. There was five guys in the NBA draft out of high school my year. There were gonna be another 15 or 20 the next year. And then it was gonna keep going worse and worse and worse. And you know what they said? Oh, hell to the nop. The college is gonna lose money. So they demonized everybody in my draft class. They demonized me, especially. And now they got you motherfuckers so fooled, like they care about the de- uh, development of these players, and they taking them down to the G League, just making more money out there, bitch ass. Slowing down their contracts to better contracts. Once they hit that G League, that ain't the same as motherfucking NBA. They found a way to stop mama's cooking. I'm telling you. Your sons that going to come out of high school, they're going to send their ass to the G League three, four, five years, and you might not never see them on the NBA floor. All of this was about money. I remember the day I went to, I flew to L.A. Next day you no know, TMZ run up on me. And they asked me a bunch of questions. I said, I don't give a fuck about all that you're talking about. I said, listen here. Why would you not let kids come out of high school? That's free enterprise. You can give them a gun to go fight a war over some shit. You don't tell them what they're killing people over. But then they can't go make money to put their mama on a golf course so they can get their mama's cooking at a golf course? Mm. Mm. Listen to the way they talk about me no matter what. So basically, what they say there, Stephen A basically said, I'm so sorry that I couldn't shoot, I couldn't run, I couldn't jump. Well, then your homeboy picked me, so why the fuck you ain't talking about him one time? Did I pick myself? Oh, or was it because when the trade didn't go through, you couldn't make MJ look bad, So you ran on a smear campaign around the world, didn't you, little bitch? Mike Wilbon, Skip Baylor, all you motherfuckers in this together. You motherfuckers tried to stop mama's cooking, and you bitches still couldn't beat me. (laughs) Shout out to Jalen Rowe. You a real one, bro. And uh, you defending me like that, it probably, because I don't remember seeing you on that show, because I didn't catch that episode. But I don't remember seeing you on that show with them too much longer. I think they moved you to another show because you too real for that bullshit they were trying to do. See, you from you a Michigan nigga. You from Detroit. You, I love them Detroit niggas. They'll beat your goddamn ass. Them niggas lead with respect and you better get them their respect. <laughs> I can tell you that right now, Jack. <laughs> Shout out to Detroit. Shit. I love being in Detroit. You can have a good time. As long as you come with your respect, and then you can leave with your ass. (laughs) Cause if you don't, boy, they gonna jump up and down on your ass like a trampoline. I promise you that. (laughs) So them Detroit niggas. Trick Trick, shout out to you and your whole crew and whoever them niggas is around you. Cause boy, if you is a disrespectful man, Detroit ain't the place for you. <laughs> they gonna jump on your ass for real for real No questions asked Matt Barn pretty Ricky uh, Baby with the good hair You might you can't go to Detroit a bitch ass nigga like you that invited a man to his penis nah niggas like you can't go to Detroit They would your own crew would have deep they would have beat your motherfucking ass in Detroit you'd have came around them niggas. You saw what I said to that fuck nigga somebody would have slapped your ass to sleep bro just because you ain't supposed to do that, punk. But anywho, shout out to Jalen Rose, man. I appreciate you. I respect you. You were trying to help them, help me sprinkle my mama's cooking. But I understand what they did to you. That's what's up. Y'all still think I'm lying. They doing this to all these black kids. Jeremy Lynn, shout out to you, Jeremy Lynn. Shout out to all the Asians.
1: Most people hear the name Dick Sporting Goods. They don't imagine leaders like us but not too long ago, so we words like driven, persistent, visionary, powerful, wouldn't have brought us to mind either. Together, we're updating the playbook. So it's up to us to design for you, fight for you, connect with you reflect you, invest in you, step up our game for you, and be the change we want to see in sports. It's our job to get more women to the top of their game.
2: I understand that if a lot of these players, we're talking about Wakanda, right? We're talking all this pro-black shit, but none of them are doing business together. None of them. All of them take their money and give it to white men with degrees and say, hey, help me because I'm black and you're white. So, you know, because you have an education. So make money for me. See, what I've learned in being out here in the real world is that there's always somebody black to keep other niggas in line. See, white folks put another black person up that everybody liked to keep every other nigga in check. Because see, if this brother LeBron was a true leader and a true king, then what he would have said to this young brother that is trying to feed his black daughter, because everybody want to talk about black women and black this until they don't align with what the fuck you saying. Then his black daughter don't matter to you then his black life don't matter to you because you will label him something, you will call him a fucking name and then his whole life is ruined and you wouldn't give a fuck because white people told you to. So if brother LeBron was a true king like the shit he buying into because he being a puppet really, no disrespect sir, because your life and my life shows you why America is great. Two young men with no college degrees that made a million dollars. You building a $40 million house, but yet and still, you teaching young boys they can't. So if you, Brother LeBron, was a true and good leader, you would understand that it's still a black agenda if that's what you're trying to push. And you would not take food out that young man's mouth because he's doing something that's opposite of you. You know what you would do? You would say, you know what? Colin Kaepernick started this kneeling thing because he was trying to bring awareness to the black, to get white people to understand and bring awareness to police brutality. And he took a knee out of respect. And he didn't want nobody to find disrespect in that. He wanted people to respect his right to do so. So if you're a true leader, LeBron, then guess what you would have said? When everybody else talked about that young brother and everybody else would go crazy, you would bring people together because a leader and a king understands you're not nothing without the people, without the village for you to rule over. If you by yourself saying, I'm the king, I'm the king, who the fuck you be talking to? So you got to take care of the people. So just like Colin Kaepernick had the right to kneel, then somebody else have a right to stand. So you wouldn't allow a persecution of a man who decided to stand in respect because his beliefs didn't align with yours, you would still protect his right because you want your rights protected. So in this woke NBA, especially this woke NBA, do I miss it? Hell to the no. They're using athletes. They're using the black vote. They're getting us emotional. They're using our quote unquote leaders that barely know anything about voting. Look at it. They ain't even gonna vote, but they telling you to vote. They ain't even registered to vote, but every goddamn day they're acting like they so political. Who's pulling their puppet strings? The guys got to start seeing this shit for what it is. And I'm trying to say it in the humblest way I can. I'm not trying to bash another brother because I truly think LeBron is being used and all of our celebrities are being used. But if you feel what you feel, then keep it towards you. I don't think that we should be using our job platform into... Talking about politics and doing whatever it is you want to do Because I've had jobs outside of the NBA And you can't do whatever you want to do And the one thing I'm going to tell you NBA players You current NBA players Here's what you don't know You don't know a lot about real life Here's what I didn't know A lot about fucking real life See, they tell you to shut up and drill for so long And I don't agree with that You need to be moving and shaking with real people that's making money out here, that's making the same money as you and some of you more money than you. You need to be moving and shaking with these people so you can understand the exit plan after you're done playing. Because here's what's going to happen. Real life is going to hit you. And when the light ain't on you no more, nobody don't give a fuck how tall you is. Nobody don't give a fuck how many shots you used to shoot. They want to know how much you shot now. They want to know, what do you do now?
1: And a lot of you don't know how to do nothing. I know I didn't.
2: When I got out of the NBA, I said, oh, shit. There's no more walking through, tearing up your knee, and then going straight through to an MRI. You can go from the game to a MRI machine to a surgery. If you do that, you go to the park, and you fuck your knee up, you got to wait in the waiting room with your knee fucked up. You just like everybody else. That reality hits you right in your fucking nose. I never waited on the MRI. I never waited on a, a, a anything. We, we go straight to the line. We walk all through the people. Hey guys, regular people, whatever. Not to say it in any disrespect, but that's how you kind of feel. We got to go do a physical. We walk all through. There's hundreds of people in the hospital. We walk straight through. So a lot of these guys don't understand reality and a lot of these guys, reality is going to slap them right in the goddamn face. If you call yourself a leader and you're not trying to pull people together at the end of the day, if you're not saying it's racist, But despite us, we're going to push through because there's only a small sector of racism because we can hold our phone up to somebody white right now and they'll be fired and canceled from life. So it's not like back in the day. So let's not pretend. Let's move forward in our thinking. Let's stop listening to our so-called leaders that's building 40 and 50 million dollar houses. If they can fucking do it, you can do it. This is the only place in the world without a college degree you can make a million dollars. This man without a college degree is building a 30 million dollar house. My house is 15,000 square foot. I don't got a college degree, but I got me. Mindset, remember that. We have to put skills training back in these high schools. Everybody is not built for college. We have to put etiquette school back into these high schools. We have to put something about taxes into these high schools. We have to put something about business management into these high schools. Otherwise, we're only using high schools to indoctrinate our youth. Because learning about a cotton gin and learning about things that happened years and years ago is not going to help you now. The things that will help us now is taxes, learning how to build, learning to trade, learning economics, learning anything that has something to do with current affairs right now. It needs to be added to our curriculum in high school. Fuck waiting to get to college. If you're saying education is so important and you love the kids, it needs to be an all-out movement towards putting real things in high school classes. Hell, elementary If you're saying kids learn the most at a young age, if they start learning about taxes, if they start learning about STEM and coding in elementary, then we'll have a better, more smarter society. But I don't think we want that. Let me see, because I know my answer is long and drawn out, but I think it just need to be said because I'm so sick of our celebrities indoctrinating our youth. If we can turn a stripper into talking to the president, a presidential candidate, then anything is possible. If a kid can go from the hood with no shoes on to the number one draft pick, then anything is possible. Let's live by these examples. Let's stop telling these kids this weak shit. You're gonna create a generation of people who don't try, who blame and victimize and burn down fucking buildings. We should not allow the media to be on TV if this is the shit they're gonna pump. Us as Americans, it's we the people. We should tell CNN and all these stations to close. We don't want our kids hearing this shit. Because how you make a kid not try is to tell them there's no purpose and there's no reason to. And that's what we're doing. If I had a thought like that with no shoes on my feet, are you kidding me? I was always trying to figure out how to solve the problem. I can't, you can't keep telling me negative shit. Oh man, you ain't got no shoes, boy. You gonna get blisters. If something can bite your feet. I mean, goddamn, you can stub your toe. Your toenails can come off. Get the fuck away from me. Here's what I'm thinking. I see a dude at the park with shoes on. I'm gonna challenge his ass with a one-on-one game. while I got no shoes on? And I pray to God his ego make him think that this shoe is, these no shoes are handicapped. Because that's when I'm going to tear his ass up. And that's what happened. And I left the park with shoes. So things are going to happen to you in this thing called America. Things are going to happen to you wherever the fuck you move, wherever the fuck you go. There's going to be people that have a difference of opinion. You can't cut off the conversation by racism. Celebrities, use your celebrity for something else other than pandering to people. You got to where you was going by busting your goddamn ass. That's the long and short of it. You dedicate yourself, you put your fucking mind to something, and you bust your ass. You fall short. You aim higher than the goal that you think you can do. You shoot for the fucking moon, the stars, and past that. And wherever you fall short is better than where your ass would have got to if you just sat on the couch
1: people hear the name Dick Sporting Goods they don't imagine leaders like us but not too long ago so words like driven persistent visionary powerful wouldn't have brought us to mind either together we're updating the playbook So it's up to us to design for you, fight for you, connect with you, reflect you, invest in you, step up our game for you and be the change we wanna see in sports. It's our job to get more women to the top of their game.
3: Are you sitting there with a straight face to say uh, me right. that if, 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 who, who, are in the who are we NBA comparing NBA them
4: to? Who, like who are we comparing I'm them I'm to? I'm just saying we're comparing if you're going to compare Slava me, uh, Medvedenko to Hakeem Olajuwon, Jaylen, he doesn't have a chance. You if you're going to compare me yourself. to Magic Johnson. You should be a say you you can yourself, say, Jalen. It, but, but everybody has naysayers, Stephen A. And so what will my naysayer say? Hold down down. Hold We're what is talking he fat. talking about? Talking He's fat. no Magic Johnson. We, all right. He doesn't Keep know talking. anything. Okay. Keep so talking. It works all. it
3: Keep works talking. All plays. Okay. So I, I'm, I, we speak in fact. If you seven feet tall, two hundred and seventy pounds, you trying to tell me there is not some dude in the NBA that's there strictly because of their size? What about, You've about got a Brian people Scalabrine? People utilized all day long, they can't You play. think Brian Scalabrine can't
4: because? Did LA give up too much to get a guy who has been labeled soft?
2: Is that a trip? Didn't have a better career, me. Jeremy Lin get to walk around here with Lin Sanity and respect. Jeremy Lin got to go on their show, bitch-ass Jack. He had the teeth out, falling asleep and shit. But you bitch-ass uh, uh, Becky with the good hair, you were smiling hard and talking to that boy, letting him talk. You want to exclude me from a trade, bitch, but you let this uh, Asian man talk. I bet it fits your narrative, huh? I bet your white Zaddy told you to bring Asians on, huh? And talk that shit like that, huh? And be very nice. Because if you would have disrespected him, bitch, you would have got canceled with him. The easiest thing to disrespect is a black man. And y'all allow
4: it. Kwame Brown feels when you say Kwame. It's Do I get to one. answer
3: this, or is these are these rhetorical sure, questions? Sure, go ahead. Do I get to answer it, or are they just rhetorical questions? Go ahead. Let me tell you something right now. Kwame, all right, I'm going to tell you why I say Kwame Brown or Rosh Oda Slava Medvedenko. I'll tell you why. Because you're Kwame Brown. You're seven feet tall. You're the number one overall draft pick, okay? You come into this league, you came in without a jump shot. You came in without the ability to rebound. You came in without the ability to do nice footwork, to pass, to rebound, to defend, to score points or whatever the case may be. And it's a decade later and you're still that dude. You never worked and put forth your due diligence in order to take advantage of the privilege opportunity that you were in. And when I see that level of consistency, consistency as it pertains to an aptitude, I'm going to call somebody out. If a Dude is playing like garbage. You don't sit there and point out he's playing like garbage? Of course, you don't I sit do. there and but, point out how but, he's but not the,
4: living up to expectation? I don't want to get away from what we're talking about because th- that's that's what makes this. But I'm there's,
3: right
4: there's a difference between reporting what you see in the box score at the game or calling someone a scrub. Like, if I make it he scr- a scrub. I, well,
3: if he's a no, scrub, I
4: don't no, know no. it. I I Kwame Brown may be a scrub compared to Shaquille O'Neal. Uh-huh. And if he's able to maintain one of those jobs for 10 years, there's no way he could be a scrub. Relatively, he's a scrub. No, what? There, No, he what? can't be. Did you, you just if, say if, that with if, a straight face? If, if he... Did you do, just say do, that with a straight do, do you guys Do you guys realize that somebody's paying him millions of dollars to play basketball? Unfortunately, they are. Okay. Jalen, answer my question. Why do you think the guy that's 10 through 15 on the bench is able to have Jaylen, a long
3: career? Answer my question. He's got to have some. Concept, right? I think they're saying Jaylen relative Rose. to the other players, Stephen A's not going to stop until you answer it. So hello, go ahead, Stephen A. Hello. Hello, Jalen. Jalen Rose. Star, All-American in high school, played in the finals, can ball. You trying to.
0: Thank you for tuning in. You can follow Dre Wise on Facebook at Jarrell Lucian. You can follow him on Instagram at Dre Wise, the number seven. You can also send cash app donations. Lucian, Jarrell, the number seven. Thank
2: you.